Hello out there. It's me, Brianna, and you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. Today, we'll be chatting about The Last of Us 3 rumors, the God of War TV show, and more. See you after the intro. Welcome back from the intro. What a jam. I still love it. <laughs> Always good. Uh, today, I am again joined by Will and Nick from Friday Night Gamecast. We Welcome made it back. back. <laughs> you thought you could You're get so rid of us good. that easy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's us. <laughs> Here's what really happened is I actually got rid of all of the other co-hosts. They're I was like, <laughs> They're dead. Nil and Wick. Oh, God. oh my God. I can't even say your... Oh my God. Will and Nick are like <laughs> so much better than you guys that like, Oh, no. sorry, Sam. Sorry, Taylor. But shout out to y'all the though. Caveat, the caveat is you guys do have to figure out British accent because I can't. I, I can do that. Don't, I, don't I tell Nick that. to do an accent. I got that. Don't what do you Nick mean? I'm so scared right now. You, don't play I'm with me so right now. I will right do now. it. You've opened the Pandora's box. Out of respect, out of respect for our president Brit, Sam, I will refrain. Okay, I appreciate that. I don't know if you guys watched the episode that Ethan pretended to be Sam for a little bit. It was terrible. (laughs) It was like so good, but like terrible. I was like, oh no. Um, yeah, I keep trying to convince Sam to do an American accent, but I don't lean too hard into it because I realize that if he does that, he's gonna make me do a British accent and I can't. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to really figure out the line of like how do I convince him to do an American accent without doing the British accent myself, you know? So just a little insight there. We'll figure it out one day. But <laughs> I say I say that you start speaking in a southern accent, like an aggressively southern accent, okay. and get Taylor to do it too. And then that way Sam will feel left out and so he just has to copy you guys. Oh, you know what I mean? That is genius. Big I think brain, he listens. That's what that's what we pay for. That's what we pay for over here. This watch this be the one episode that Sam doesn't listen to. No one tell him. No one tell him. Yeah, nobody. Nobody's okay. Secret, secret guys. It's super secret. Okay. Remember, you guys can find the video version of this podcast over at youtube.com slash save the game media. Um, every Tuesday while you're over there, please make sure to subscribe to Save the Game Media. Um, if you'd rather listen to audio, we are on some of your podcast services, most of them if not all um you can always follow us there we would love if you could leave us a review the reviews are always super fun to read and it also helps us grow um if you do want to support us and get early access to all of the save the game media content as well as some exclusives you can head over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that works best for you uh just like our current patrons we've got bucky blue hopple alpaca tom amon fabulous brianna Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Anna Hudak, Nikolai at night, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, and the Snack Network. Brianna, can I ask who your wife is canonically <laughs> in this Save the Game media? <laughs> who is it? It's not Save the Game media. It's actually from my real life. Oh, perfect. I have a, a canonical wife. In you have my a canonical life. wife. Okay, got it. Yeah. So my wife is actually my little brother's girlfriend. Perfect. Um, that checks out. That sounds exactly yeah, like an good. like an anime situation, like a light novel anime, <laughs> like yeah. my little brother's girlfriend is my wife type situation. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No. So what happened was basically, so we were at, all at a pool together, but it was like at night, and it was at so it's my ex stepdad, but stepdad. It doesn't matter. Stepdad's 
apartment complex. We were all hanging out at the pool, but it was nighttime. And she wanted to go get a towel because she was like, yo, we forgot the towels. Like, we need to go get them from the car. My little brother was like, I'm not going to the car with you. And I was like, I'm not letting a girl walk alone at night in a bikini to a car. So we're not married. So, yeah, that's, so how, that's how we that's how oh, we started exactly dating. How and then that's we got married after age. that. Yeah. You're telling me so, I could have skipped the ring. All I had to do was walk at night with her <laughs> into a car. I no did it way, all wrong. No I did it way did. too wrong. Yeah, dude, you got you got yeah. goofed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's how I ended up with a wife, um, just by happenstance, I guess. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, how are you guys? What are you playing recently? All of that stuff. I can get rid of the snow about four spoken. We spoke. We did that last week. We did that last week. But I did play that, <laughs> so I guess I could hop Oh, you did? Yeah, so yeah. after we had that time last week, I had a chance to play the Forspoken demo. And I got to say, I mean, I, I can't tell if I find myself in the minority or if my certain sect of Twitter is just, like, hating on it. But I actually had a pretty good time. I came in, like, initially, oh, man, yeah. here's, like, a big empty open world. Oh, these characters talk too much. I don't really know how it all works, but I played for maybe an hour and a half, hour 45. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to the end, the combat was flowing very well. I was able to switch between the different magics and even switching between Freya's magic. And I think it was someone with S, I don't know if it was Salim or who was magic with the flame. I know magic. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but switching between the yeah. two magics wasn't that bad. Um, the characters interacting with actually, people are going to probably slaughter me out there. But it was, it was so funny to me. They were getting to certain situations, finding yourself in this kind of, is it Nick? I think it's Isekai was like, you know, someone in the normal oh, yeah. world finding himself in a fan. There you go. Yeah. So she was like <laughs> running around and uh, a, a big crocodile with like a bunch of crazy fangs and anime looking crocodile goes to attack. And she's like, what the F is this? And I'm just like, it just seems so out of place in like this high fantasy world. This chick just cursing, talking to her bangles. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I loved it. I, I had a blast playing through the whole time. I Did think you get to paint is- your nails at all. Yeah, I switched up the nail a little yes. bit. I switched the nails up, so that looked really cool. The overall outfit that you get to wear, and you know, you can switch between so the cool. different um, clothes to affect her magic. That looked really good too. Honestly, mm-hmm. I liked every part of it that I really played through. Um, mm-hmm. I am interested to see it. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I read that they made the demo specifically to show off, you know, combat and certain side quests and things. So that's why it looks very kind of like open, empty, samey. So I'm hoping if you play the main game, it'll be more like places you can go visit and see other NPCs and real life people versus just enemies in an open field. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything I played so far, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think I am leaning towards getting it. Probably not necessarily a $70 off the rip for me just because I got a lot of stuff in my backlog. But the second I see a sale, there's so I'm many hop drops in that week too. Yes, there's like yes. two or three games coming out that week. Q1 but of 2023 is going to be nuts. It's, it's there's disgusting. definitely going to be a spring or summer sale, and it's going to drop. We know how yep. Square Enix does. Yeah, I I really did. I've been seeing a lot of people hate on Forspoken as well, so mm-hmm. I don't know if Same. it's just. Um, but yeah, it's like I thought it was pretty good. It felt like a beta, but it was a beta. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like it, it was exactly what they said it would be. Like I understand that the game is coming out like in a month now, just over mm-hmm. a month. Um, but you also have to remember that the beta that they probably like shipped and then gave us was probably a build from two or three months ago, right? Yeah. So it's not one. that like it's not that like oh this build is like there's only a one month between this build and the final. Like that's just not how it works, right? They have to like finalize a lot of stuff with the builds and stuff like that to ship them. So. Um, I personally feel like the game is probably going to be pretty good. I don't think it's going to be like one of the best games ever released, 
But I do think it's going to be a solidly good game. I think it has a really unique magic system that I'm really interested in um, the combat, the way that the combat flows and the way that the spell system flows. Yeah. I really love the parkour. The parkour was so The traversal was great. I want to unlock the blue surfboard, though. I keep seeing that. And I was like, oh, is uh -huh. it going to be a part? I think it's a separate magic because I think ultimately you're going to end up with four different schools of magic. I think it looks like you have enough space uh, there on was a, Yeah, I don't remember the number, but yeah, yeah it's more but, than just the two. Ooh, so. When I get that surfboard, it's a wrap. I'm just going to be gliding around, <laughs> <laughs> having a good time. I do have to say I had a really hard time climbing the wall. I think I might be stupid. I think that that's like really like the answer, but I could no. not figure out the wall traversal. <laughs> I realized yeah. at a certain point, some of the steps, like you only have a certain amount of times you can run up the wall and you have like a little uh, magic meter at the bottom that would empty as you would use it. So if you yeah, got halfway that. up, then yeah, you would like fall. But there's also a little zoom in tether thing you can do. And at certain I places you do, do that. that and it zips you up like those rock formations. I was like, what are those? And you tether to them and then it throws you up into the air. So I was like, oh, yeah. this makes traversal even better. So yeah, That's I was so just cool. trying to flat out just like climb the walls and yeah, it was like, just not, it was not working. And now that makes style. sense because I was not paying attention to any sort of meter. I didn't yeah. even see it. So, yeah. Here's my question for the two of you. Based on your, your experience in the demo, do you think that Frey, that's the main character, yep. do you think she has the capacity to become... I don't know, a new pillar of a protagonist for Square Enix no. last PlayStation or she's no. it's not that deep. Okay. No, I think I think she's going to be a really good protagonist. And I think that she's definitely somebody different. Mm -hmm. Um okay. where she is very much like Isekai. I think she's supposed to be just like a girl from like a city. Yep. basically that's just thrown into this fantasy world that's why she's saying like she's like a lot of like what the fuck's going on like all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff is because she's just like somebody that would be coming from our time just being dropped into this random fantasy realm um mm -hmm. and so but she very much is like a modern day version of that and so she's not adapting to the world at all really she's just still herself and then yeah in this world so i'm sure that I might change as the story goes yeah, like yeah as the story progresses i'm sure that might change a bit but yeah in the demo yeah. it's very much like <laughs> i got ambushed at one point you know classic fantasy style ambush the bangles like oh i thought this was going to be an ambush she's like why the fuck didn't you say anything <laughs> it's like just their banter back and forth i, I can understand people saying yeah. it's grating same thing that people are saying about um another game I'm playing high on life but when it flows well it flows really well like i thought it was hilarious yeah i enjoyed it We'll see. It'll be good. I think this that's my prediction is this will be a solidly good game. Yeah. I feel like it'll be like maybe on the same level of Days Gone where it's like there are plenty of people that thought Days Gone was bad, but I think that's because they're comparing it to the average Sony first party, which is like S tier. I so if something comes out and it's B. So much like, good eh. marketing. You know yes, what I mean? Marketing's huge too. Like really, like I keep I keep getting on this, but Calissa Protocol, they marketed that game so wrong so yeah. terribly it was a, it was a failure and it, marketing. Caused, yeah. it caused the game to be a disappointment for a lot of people because of the marketing if they had just marketed that game different they I shouldn't have pushed fun. it they shouldn't have pushed it as hard it should have remained kind of this like you know semi-secret it shouldn't have been a situation where it was on every tv and every website that you visited for a solid month and a half um it should have been kind of a softer push be like you know obviously send it out to the bigger content creators let them review it let them talk about it they should have shipped that ahead of time there should well, have been the more reviews weren't even able to drop until day of they had yeah, an the embargo, embargo which is until a problem. the day of release yeah. it's yeah. always painful it's tough
It's tough. I mean, you, you do it to yourself when you mm -hmm. have that scope, but you know, Glenn Schofield was confident in it and you know, we, we see where it is right now, but I, I, I'm yes. still looking forward to playing that. I, based on Will's experience, based on a, new, a number of people who've played it. I mean, even Nave from gaming together pod, like was talking about, you know, him, you know, treating it more like a brawler than anything else. And that, excites me um in terms of like being in that world and right. I, i'm a huge and melee they, guy in games if they had if they had said like hey this is kind of like a brawler game with some horror elements i never would have picked it up mm -hmm. you know what i mean because yeah. i'm not into brawlers that's just not who i am and right. that's okay like the game doesn't have to be for me but horror games are for me i really love horror games and because they were like this is gonna be the scariest game you've ever played <laughs> like i was like yeah i'm out. so in quadruple a experience yeah yeah <laughs> anyways i will get off this horse eventually but i'm still so scarred i'm just i'm really mad about it i'm still worried so, about if, that final boss <laughs> if, oh my god you have to let me know what happens oh my god it's You're the first person i get post. so mad <laughs> oh, i get so mad about it anyways um so that's what I'm saying is like is as long as they like keep Forspoken hype where it is, like I think that Forspoken will have a good release. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're like yeah. Forspoken is the fantasy game of the year, like I'll be like, all right, chill nope. out, guys. Nope. Chill well, out. Yeah, we got that's... Hogwarts coming right out. Okay. Oh my you, god, so. we got so much stuff this as, year. <laughs> as long as they don't put out any more goofy trailers with weird, you know, limp biscuit music in the background while she's running around <laughs> a high fantasy world, I think we'll be fine. I think we we'll talking be about okay. that, that's how the Final Fantasy uh paradise. <laughs> Lost, yeah, paradise, but, uh, yeah, strangers in paradise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how they pop the fuck off. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, that'll be a good yeah. time. But what else was good. Uh, high, high on life. I've been playing a little bit of that, so that's been pretty mm, fun. I've heard overall. so much about it, and I know nothing about it. Here's Everybody's playing if, it, and I'm like, no, you I like know what it is. Competent shooters, first person competent shooters, because it's competent. It's not fantastic. It breaks no molds. There's not a single mold that's been broken. Um, if you like that, and you like Rick and Morty, it's it's a good mm. game for you. If you don't like either of those things, you will get frustrated at some point. If you like Rick and Morty, but you don't like shooters, the shooting elements will piss you off. If you like shooters, but you hate Rick and Morty, then the entire storyline and audio dialogue will frustrate you. I've never you. heard anybody say that they hate Rick and Morty. You've either have, seen oh, it Oh, I've heard plenty it, of people. I've heard plenty of people say they it. absolutely yeah. hate it. Really? Yeah, no, yes. I've never heard yes. A lot of people that. do not like Dan Harmon or Justin Roiland, and which yeah. is, I think, uh, I see a lot of similar people whose opinions are super strong about that be reflected on High on Life because it's it's mm. a one for one. Yeah. Okay. Because I'll say the comedy is like Rick and Morty. The comedy is very aggressive. It's very in your face comedy. And if you're not like down with it, then it's not really the the game for you. But I'm having a good time. I'm maybe a third of the way through it, and so far so good. Dialogue's hitting. Uh, Did you get your platinum by the wacky way? For um, which one? God of War. Oh no, no, I still haven't. I, I planned on fighting her this weekend, and I did not do it. So okay, no worries. I, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working on that. Uh, what else did I do besides High on Life? I did that. Oh, and I started up House of Ashes. I love mm. those dark anthology. You know anything from Supermassive. So I have a pretty good time whenever I play those games. So me and my friend Shady. We're doing the co-op online for House of Ashes, and that's pretty good oh, so far. Okay. You know what's interesting? I popped into Twitch one time while I saw Shady streaming it, and I was and it was in the middle of a, a cutscene, mm -hmm. and I was looking at the character models, and the character models for House of Ashes looked just as good as the quarry. Like they yeah, looked good. like great comparatively speaking to like Until Dawn era. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're slowly but surely, you know, just kind of increasing as things go on. I feel like they're getting better and better. Shady did say that the most recent one, uh, the Devil Inside, isn't 
super great kind of like took a oh, step really? backwards from the other ones but so far they've been getting Corey, better okay. and better so i think house of ashes might be like the best one so far but i mean I'm having that's a, blast a new one it. right uh house of ashes is the second to last one the new one's called the oh, devil okay. inside oh okay um, yeah. i get that all sorts of mixed up because there's not like they didn't I mean, they do like, like one a year sort of so number. it's a lot yeah. no yeah. <laughs> they're just like boom yeah. boom 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 yeah i mean they've got the formula down so sure i'd say slow down and make a bigger game imo well, I mean, they luckily do. they're doing both. Yeah, they do the quarry. They'll drop the yeah. quarry in between like episodes. So I'd say if mm -hmm. you allowed, if you can do both and they stay around this level of quality, give me my little bite size show and then give me the big one. But as long as, like you said, they don't just continue to do the yearly releases and then stop doing the bigger pieces. I want a quarry. Yeah. I want an until dawn. I want something huge I can sink my teeth into. I think as long as, like you're saying, just as long as they're not dropping production quality, I think it's fine. I remember, like, I remember everybody complaining about how Assassin's Creed was coming out every year and, like, how the quality was dropping. Mm -hmm. Nostalgia. That's what I was just yep. thinking about. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, remember no, this, I remember though. this complaint about, like, yep. Assassin's Creed. And then Back uh, in my day. <laughs> they were like, fine, we'll, we'll stop doing it. And then they're like, okay, here's Mirage, like, what, three years later. I think it was, it's been three years between Mirage and Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla. I, I thought Valhalla was 2021. Although technically, they put I think Phoenix between, which is really just Assassin's Creed, but not really. <laughs> it's like cartoon yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Valhalla is 2020. So yeah, as as of the Mirage date, you know that will be three years. Three year gap. I yeah. can't wait for some of the new ones coming out. I have to catch up. I just don't want to play the one that's set in America. I'm gonna be honest. But you. but that yeah, looks that looks so no, interesting. No, no. about the, the Salem witches. No, no, not that one. I'm not There's talking about the somebody, new ones. I'm talking about the old one. Oh, oh, three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Three. I, no, that's I, the worst one. Assassin's Creed Three is the worst one. Don't, don't stop, stop. It's the worst. One. I mean, I just have to disagree with you because <laughs> I thought that I thought that Connor's Connor's combat, like narratively, yeah. I mean, the, the story kind of went went to garbage. I just obviously. really hate American history. <laughs> I mean, American history. You know, yeah. Either it's one of those things. You either love it or you hate it. I see. I tend to find certain aspects of that revolutionary era of American history, you know, intriguing. I liked the fact that your protagonist was an indigenous American, but more than anything else. Connor's fighting style was one of the most visceral and brutal fighting styles since Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And that just that just resonated. It just vibed with me using the axe, the way that he was twisting around enemies. That was my style. And then we went to Connor Kenway, I think, in four Black Flag. Black Flag was a cool game. Mm -hmm. I haven't even had touched this that weird, one because I couldn't get through a, three. That's he had this one. really weird fencing technique where it was like he was slipping in between like the swords. It was a very, very interesting combat style. It just didn't hit for me. I really did love Brotherhood. I think that's when that one has been my favorite. Yeah. So Brotherhood, Brotherhood is hundred percent. I but I to be fair, I'm so far behind on them. So I don't know if I'll prefer <laughs> other ones more. But I'm really well. far behind. Um, Assassin's Creed was actually what made me want to get into game development. To be honest oh, with you, so that's good to hear. Yeah. Especially like the original ones, one and two. I mean, those are my like favorites. I love those mm -hmm. games. The architecture yeah. in the game themselves, and then just running around the traversal being fantastic in them. Well, so, number number one, the the antagonist number one, Al Mualim, like. An icon, yeah. Like big. I mean, his 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 speeches that he had in that. I mean, like chilling even today. Mm -hmm. Going back and listen to them, really so good. good. And also, I was god tier at the multiplayer. So hey, hey, yeah. I, I could not get into the multi. It was not my bag. Yeah, it was the only time I could I could beat my uh, my ex boyfriend. Was that was the only game I could beat him at, and he would get so mad. He would get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, nerd. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. I'm like take yeah. that. It's this dumb game that nobody cares. About. <laughs> yeah. It's true. 
yeah. You guys been playing anything else? What you been up to, Nick? So I, you know, being out of town this weekend, didn't get a chance, you know, to really get a lot of hands on. I talked a lot about Pokemon Violet last time I was here. Everything mm -hmm. I said before still holds true. Uh, the one note that I have as like an update, the fucking map in that game is trash. I am so angry <laughs> at that map. Like the the like see, here's the thing like the uh, concept of oh go anywhere do whatever you want open world breath of the wild breath of the wilds map was incredible and impeccable mm -hmm. and you knew exactly where you needed to go to get to where you wanted to be whereas pokemon just has blotches it looks like a four-year-old just threw down gradients on this digital map and it and it shows some pathways it doesn't show others it will let you point in the direction it hitches every time you want to load it it's just frustrating so let that be and, and part of part of the problem is that frustration is like i went in a direction i was like oh i'm gonna go to the psychic gym so i had to fucking go all the ass end way around one area i had to go to the coast and there's this secret cave back area with a rock face that you have to climb up and my problem was is i i started doing this thing where i caught a level 30 arcanine arcanine is my baby boy i love growlithe and arcanine that's like like some of my top like pokemon top five pokemon right there and but he's level 30 and i've only be beat one gym leader so he doesn't listen to me when I tell him to do a move. Like I'll tell him to use flame wheel and he'll, it'll be like Arcanine turned away. Arcanine ignored the command, that sort of thing. And then he'll just get beat and then faint. And so I have these high level Pokemon that I can't use yet, but then I'm fighting other Pokemon trainers that are level 30. I like kind of got an ego about it. I was like, this is fucking Pokemon. Honestly, too easy. I can do this. But I literally just got steamrolled mm. by like <laughs> three trainers back to back. I was like, fuck this game. So I turned that off. Uh, I, I just need to play it the way that they want you to play it and then I'll probably have a much better time but mm. be that as it may I just shook my entire desk but we did have big big Christmas we had big Christmas at dad's house I posted this on Twitter uh, apparently farming Twitter wants to dunk on me now because they said that yeah I, I don't know Good, it's funny but I had this one right here from dad this was present one so it's going to be big splat time I've never played a Splatoon game before so this will be my introduction to the series hmm. and then yeah I got this cute little amiibo right here so it's Zelda and Loftwing <gasps> from Skyward oh Sword I, it's hard to see because of the glare That's but so pretty. yeah yeah so I'm really excited and then some fucking jackass on Twitter was like nice Barbie dude and I was like <laughs> God, <laughs> I was That's like, how you say things. <laughs> I love Barbie. I, I like didn't even see it. I didn't even see it. And immediately the guys from the Elder Trolls were like, dude, get the fuck off of Twitter. Do you have chickens to feed or something? I was like, get him, <laughs> like Jonathan. Former Twitter. Get him, Jonathan. I was like, watch out, guys. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> livestock Twitter is coming for me right now. So that was fun. Um, and yeah, then you should have agreed with him with the Barbie, though. and should have been like, Yeah, I'm gonna go see Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> the great. Barbie movies yeah. are so good. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for the Margot Robbie one that's coming out. I think that's gonna be really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so so there was that, and then honestly, didn't have much chance to play anything else other than Pokemon except. When I got home, my roommate was ranting and raving about High Unlock. He's like, dude, pick up the controller. It's on your Xbox. Go play it right now. So I played an hour. I went through it. I beat the first boss. And I mean, Will's 100% right. Like, it is it is not, you know, breaking any boundaries. But I love the shooting mechanics. I don't think it, like, some people were going so far as to say it's not really, it like, mechanically, it's a failure as a shooter. It's not that deep. It's perfectly serviceable as a shooter. Um, and I... I like the dialogue. 
from Rick and Morty. I enjoy a lot of the Justin Roiland's performances in that show. Um, and I think that that just lends. I just like the die. And they and I I don't laugh at every single joke. Like every single joke that he like, you know, says doesn't super doesn't land for me each time. But I'll be playing and it will be the unexpected shit that NPCs say that, <laughs> that will make me crack up. Like mm. one time, like I'm going down a tunnel. You would probably remember this, Will, but I'm going down a tunnel into the slums of this area, like the first area that you're in, because you're gonna go fight the first boss. And you see some like, you know, you see slum people down there and there's this one alien dude with his leg chopped off. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, my leg's chopped off. <laughs> and you just pass him like you just yeah, don't say it. anything. You just pass him. And I went and I killed the first boss and I'm going back up to the top side. And he's like, oh, hey, it's you again. Yeah, my leg's still like not attached to my body. <laughs> and I just started cracking up like it's very it's very like kind of the subtle humor is what worms its way into like getting getting some giggles out of me so but i'm excited mm -hmm. to keep on doing it just because i like knifey i don't think will likes knifey but like i knifey? love Jesus i love knifey it's just that australian accent i want to stab yeah i told you i told you <laughs> be careful what you wish for with these accents <laughs> it was good but yeah that's it that's it for me that's all i really have been playing right now but i got a lot of stuff on the docket so keep an eye out I started, I like literally had to make a note on my phone. I was like, it's, it's too overwhelming. So I like I literally it. made like a note that was like January games that I have to play. February games I have to play. Oh, goodness gracious. I have a whole so. sp spreadsheet. I have a currently playing spreadsheet. There's like 24 games on there. It's, it's terrible. Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds like my notebook. Wait, where is my notebook? Oh. I don't know where my notebook is. Your notebook is highly organized, though. I have a lot of respect it's for that. It's so beautiful. I love yeah, it's my really, really so well much. Done. I had another one. I don't want to name any names, but somebody threw up on it. Oh. Um, it was definitely Luna. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I watch was, out, Luna. <laughs> I cannot believe I, that that happened. And I had to redo the entire notebook. So this is my second version. So I kind of knew what I was doing a little bit better. It's a lot better. I love this one. But... Man, I'm still upset about that puke. Um, I personally have only been playing two games, um, and I've kind of been switching between the two because they're so wildly different um, that, like, it doesn't bother me to switch between them. Um, I've been playing Sifu, um, which has been good. It's definitely not my type of game, but I am determined to play it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. Earlier you said you weren't into brawlers, and I'm like, you picked up the brawliest brawler that came how out far, last year. How far in it are you, though, Bri? I beat the first boss. Okay. The okay. The first boss is super fun. Level two is where it gets super real, though. Level two mm. is is tough. It is tough. I probably yeah. spent the majority of my time perfecting my. Run. I got through it, but it's about perfecting your runs. At what age yeah. did you get out of? Do you remember what age you got out of level one with, at? Probably in the 60s. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. So, but I'm just like, I kind of have stopped yep. paying. I've stopped paying attention to the age because I'm learning how to play the game. Oh, sure. The other yeah. thing is, is I, I end up taking like a lot of hits that I wouldn't necessarily take because I'm trying to figure out like the L1, like the parrying and like blocks and stuff. So, I'm just yeah. kind of like leaning into the damage now so I can figure out the mechanics and just mm -hmm. kind of letting the damage happen. If I can, if I can make I'm one not. recommendation, and I promise I'm not backseat gaming here, but okay. if I can make one recommendation that <laughs> helped me, I it, it helped me so much, is that parrying is good and it gets very, very important in the later levels. So you do have to master it, especially for boss encounters. However, 
when you're running through a level, it's really, really important to master the weave as opposed to the parry because you're getting bombarded with so many enemies simultaneously that mastering that weave is going to be super important and kind of a little bit of a trick. And I know this and is kind of And that's the hacky. dodge mechanic, you mean? Yes. Like the so R2? You, okay. Yeah, so you hold... I can't remember the specific function, but I'm pretty sure it's you hold L1 and you use the right stick to move him. Um, and oh, he, he will, okay. he'll do like a little, like a flash of white and the, he'll just completely avoid the damage. But if you hold L1 and you, and you move the stick back and forth quickly, he'll dodge almost every single move without fail. So okay, I'll have to when figure you're in, that one yeah, out. Yeah. When you're in yeah. enemy encounters, that's a huge deal to be able to like, and you know, work on your maneuverability, all that. So, yeah. Okay. Cool beans. So yeah. So that's one of the games that I'm playing very combat heavy, not, I mean, there's story there, but not a ton of story, just mostly like beating people up. Uh, the other game I'm playing is Immortality, which is purely All story. story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to tell me how what you, do you think about, so far. Yeah, what do you think about the, the, the lady, the actress? Wow. Seriously? Wow. I truly, if this game had been more popular, I think she really could have, have won that Best Performance Award. Oh. Over, because, over Chris like, Judge? Yeah, it's I well, I'm not saying that Chris Judge didn't deserve the award because I think he absolutely did. But I also think it was slightly a popularity contest because not a lot of people played Immortality. Mm -hmm. But yeah. her performance in that is insane. Like the range, the depth. You have to remember that it's like the the actress playing an actress playing three different characters yep. plus other stuff going on like behind all of those characters so yeah there's like five six seven characters that she's playing like all within this one thing and she's just this one person yeah and it blows my mind it blows my mind it's so good thank you so hear that you're enjoying it because i know it's weird trying to ask how far along you are in a game like that because there's no real like progress yeah. bar there's not progress yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like you have barely made it through all of Ambrosio. Yeah. So okay. I basically I have like I have to go in order, like not going in order really like upsets me. That, that makes um, your life so, difficult in a game like that. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so I have made it through all of Ambrosio. I've got I just got the achievement that I have all of the film reels. I watched all the film reels. Um, yes. I've done like the whole scrubbing back and forth with all of them. Um, so I've made it through all of that. So that's about as far as I've gone. I have not watched any of Minsky or the third one. Um, so I can't relate. It takes two or something like that. Yeah, it's it, they abbreviate it as two e two of everything. That's what it is. Mm, there it is. Um, so yeah, so pretty good time, but like also like really creepy time. Like also yes. kind of really gross time. Times. Yeah. Is it creepy? It like a lot gross. of boobs. It's, it's, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, a lot quite of quite a bit of uh, nudity. Yeah, quite a bit a lot of boobs. Yeah. Not a lot of butts. I've been missing out. No. There was one yeah. scene where this guy got like he was like getting undressed, undressed, and I was like, "Well, whoa, whoa, was he caked up? Oh, he was caked up." You're like oh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Tuesday. What are you oh, doing please. out here, sir? Yeah. No, he's so buff. That was one of the first scenes I watched too, and I was like, "Yes, I'm listening." <laughs> I'm into this game now. <laughs> no, it's a very interesting game. I feel like it's a hard sell, but if you it's can not really get into a it, game either. Like it yeah, is those, those FMB, but it's not. FMB. 
yeah, it's up in V games. Like I said, it's a hard sell. It's like if you can get into it, then you're going to have a very special time. I like it was a very unique mm -hmm. game, and not only is it unique, but I feel like in the genre of FMV games, it's very good as far as what it's telling. Yeah, in the, story. the amount of depth in it is. Yeah, insane. it's huge. But it's just, I kind of realize I don't know what I'm doing in the game. Like I know, like I know, like what, like what I'm doing, like as far as like mechanics. Yeah. But I'm like. Because I already, I yeah, because I, I already found out, like, and I'm sure there's more mystery to it, but I already mm -hmm. found out, like, what happened to two of the characters. Yeah. And so I'm like, am I looking for a third character? I don't know. Like, and so I like, I just realized, like, I don't know what like my objective is anymore. I'm not like mad about it. Mm -hmm. That seems really intriguing, like, though. An, like, there's not like an end goal where it's like there's you got a waypoint. There's yeah. not a checklist. Yeah. That's hmm. weird. Weird experience. Um. And I would say I thought that it would be better experience on PC. You can play it on console. Just do it on yeah, console. Yeah, it's been good on console. Yeah, yeah. The controller is a lot easier. Um, and the controller also vibrates to let you know, like, when there's, like, hints. The Something PC, the the PC them, obviously yeah. does not vibrate. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's even more difficult when you're trying to scrub backwards and so. find those kind of hidden videos. Because mm -hmm. I, I had no idea that they were there because, like, I wonder the vibration if, doesn't go off. I wonder if the Xbox controller integration, though, still works for, like, the PC Game Pass app. It does. Yeah, for the okay. well for for me i'm using so i'm on steam and i'm using my playstation 5 controller oh okay got it so got it. and it does still vibrate i had to switch to controller because i was missing some of the like secret playing on thing. nightmare mode by accident <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect yeah. so those are the two games i've been playing so yeah so, i'm fantastic. also gonna pick up um i was a teenage exo colonist that's gonna be my pickup this week so Oh, that's that, that one sounds interesting. I've heard about it, but I'm I'm curious. Is it like is it pixel art? Is it 2D no. cell shade? No. Okay. All right. It's I wasn't. I was, 2D. Um. It it's an appears indie joint, right? to be mostly text based and a okay. lot. It's like it's like dating sim, but also like just like kind of like a slice of life kind of thing. Yeah. I haven't picked it up yet. I mean, I it's downloaded on my Switch. I'm going to take it with right. me when we go to Paso. But yeah. Perfect. I'll keep you guys updated in two weeks, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Like <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys way later. Not you guys, but like everybody way later. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, taking two weeks world, off. World. Yeah, I guess two weeks off, like, yeah. this is actually probably a good time to let everybody know. Um, the No Limits crew has decided to take two weeks off because I was tired, um, and everybody else is still busy. So we're taking. We're not recording. Um, so you won't have an episode on the twentieth. Or sorry, this one will come out on the twentieth, the twenty seventh, and the third of December or of January. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you'll see us again on the tenth of January, and we should be back with probably Ethan and Taylor, would be my guess, but right. we'll see. Okay, cool. Good time to make that announcement. Let's get into the news. We've been just hanging out here for a minute. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're vibing. We're vibing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So news story number one. We have our little leak. The leak. The leak appears. Um, yes. And yes. Big leak boy. True, yeah. In true Naughty Dog fashion, we have a leak. Um, recently, it was claimed by a prominent video game and movie leaker on Twitter that Neil Druckmann, co-president Naughty Dog, is currently working on The Last of Us Part 3 and that it will be his next game. While this news may not come as a complete surprise, it's a step towards confirmation that The Last of Us 3 or Part 3 even exists. Last year, Druckmann confirms that there was something of a plot, and then this year, there were whisperings that it was in the earliest stages of development, but this leak could be a step closer still. Uh, this would technically be the third Last of Us game developed at Naughty Dog at the moment, um, 
with the team also working on the multiplayer factions too, um, that was revealed at summer games fest, 2022. There are also rumors circulating that an all new IP is in development at naughty dog, which could pave the way for this to be the last final, uh, the last or sorry, the final last of us t- title in the franchise. Let me say the last, last of us final is good too. Anyways, <laughs> Um, there are expectations that the story will ultimately wrap up with a cure being developed, eradicating the cordyceps brain infection and all the nasty monsters it has created. That's just conjecture, of course, but at the time, um, or by the time The Last of Us Part 3 is expected to release, the franchise will be about 15 years old. Goodness gracious. Can you believe that? That's a lot. Wild. Wild. Okay, this comes from Grant Taylor Hill at Insider Gaming. Um... I can't believe that just last week I was like, no way, Last of Us Part 3. I feel like a fool. I literally hey, had a conversation <laughs> with uh, Jason from the DualSense podcast, and he was talking about how he expects them to be working on The Last of Us Part 3. And I was like, are you sure about that? Are you sure? Because like, it feels like the, the, the move, the direction, the general culture is asking for Uncharted 5. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know if he responded or not, but yeah, this is, this is fascinating. I mean, interesting to see the question that I have though, is could it be both? Like Neil isn't the only director they have at that studio. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Naughty Dog has just siloed two games well, simultaneously as well as the factions two team? My feelings are, well, just based on this article, it seems like they're working on a new franchise. Yep. which would mean that this there's a there's another team that's not working on Last of Us 3 that's working on something that we don't even know about. So in which case they would probably my guess would be that they would take they would put Last of Us 3 out and take the Last of Us 3 team and put them on Uncharted 5. So then we would have Last of Us 3 the new franchise after that then Uncharted 5 so that there's a pretty big gap between those like uncharted four and five mm-hmm. i could yeah. be wrong and that's only if they aren't doing uncharted yeah, yeah. i say that's if they're doing uncharted which i'm like then they have the thing that's like oh there's like a third company like you know a separate person working on uncharted five so i would be a little sad Maybe if they weren't the doing uncharted but at the end of the day it's i mean we'll see what happens but true i think that <clears throat> uncharted will come back eventually i just don't know how long it's going to take because i think that they're okay to take a pretty big break especially if they're going to have one of the kids like take over because then the longer of t- between like four and five the more like realistic it is i guess in our timeline yeah, that's true versus theirs so yeah i think that also i mean another you know strategic thing that they have to think about is that i personally am of the opinion that or what i would want to see is this new ip whatever this new ip that they're rumored on to be in development obviously it sounds like based on the leaks that the last of us part three is not vaporware it is very much a real project in development they're probably knee deep in dev right now Mm -hmm. but i mean personally i think that there's a lot of stigmata around the last of us part two and like the whole naughty dog culture and like everything that the last of us and how naughty dog has impacted playstation and i think that there's a little bit and overexposure on top of you know the last of us part one you know controversy or people getting upset about you know pricing everything that's involved with the last of us part one remake and then you you know you take that into account along with the show i mean we're getting so much the last of us content I do not want to play. Well, it's not that I don't want to play. It's that I would, <laughs> I would, I would be a little dismayed if they came out or if they rushed The Last of Us Part Three for it to come out in 2024. Stop making a face at me, William. I, 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 I you're gonna say I don't want to play Last of Us Part Three, and you. I don't want to play it that soon. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be coming out that soon. I want to wait. I want to. I want to cool right on now. it. 
I, I, yeah, I want to be playing it right now, but you have to think about what that product is going to look like if they rush it out. That's what I don't want to play. Well, well the one thing I'm not worried about I... Naughty Dog doing is rushing. Mm, yeah, I it's agree. With that. On their on their time, and yeah, I want to play it like now. But if they put focus in it and they make it, you know, well, obviously, they can still do it in a healthy time frame and not be rushed. But I Naughty agree, Dog is also known for crunching. Is the thing. I mean, you have the whole thing with Jason Schreier yeah. and all of the build up to the Last of Us Part Two launch and everything that's involved yeah. with that. And I'm by no means sitting here and coming on a PlayStation podcast and pooping on Naughty Dog because I love that company. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love the games that they <laughs> know your crowd. Sir. You know, <laughs> I know, right? Like uh, you have to keep things in perspective here. But it's just that it is concerning the amount of overexposure that we're getting right now, and it's also that that push yeah. in the the cinematic universe direction and not to mention mm -hmm. we're going to have factions if factions is going to exist i expect it to exist in 2023 so that's going to be a live service game that's going to be consistently ongoing and i mean maybe their hope is mm -hmm. is that's going to tie us over until part three Probably. but so here's my thing like so last of us has historically hit at the end of one life cycle of the console at the beginning of the other right mm -hmm. not the very very beginning but pretty close to the beginning right so um last of us part one or i guess technically just the last of us um well, hit Wars, end yeah. of ps3 beginning of ps4 right and then that uh, part two hit end of ps4 beginning of ps5 so if you're thinking about that timeline then we're we're gonna have to be looking at the end of the ps5 like life cycle into the ps6 or whatever they call it mm -hmm. um which i think does put us in about like what three four years from now yeah, just about yeah it'd be like 2027 yeah so maybe not 2024 but you also have to remember that these are just rumblings and game development takes a long time mm -hmm. so unfortunately with the history of naughty dogs everything being leaked all the time like honestly like leaky butthole everywhere you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like it's nasty it's, out there over in, in so California. bad i know no kidding yeah. Yeah. Um. It's like genuinely. I just feel they need to figure that out first. Once they figure out that, then they can release Last of Us Part Three. Did you play? Did you play Last of Us Part One? The, the no, not yet. It just came out. No, wait, I am. I I'm planning on playing that, and I'm gonna play Part Two as well. I'm just gonna go bam yep. bam. I started it. I got my look on it. I got my hands on it. It's a beautiful game. I'm, I, yeah. I, that's going to be one of those where when I turn my PlayStation on, nothing's happening except PlayStation for a long time because I got yeah. backlog, backlog over at PlayStation. Mm -hmm. um, so that's going to be part of my my swipe through the, those games. I just want more Abby in my life. That's it. Oh, Give me more Abby. The big lady, the large that's lady. All I want. That's all I want. It's classic William, classic William. Good time. Good yeah. time. But it's actually it's 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 an enjoyable time, but man, Last of Us Part Two is yeah, gut wrenching. <laughs> I can't replay it. Right. That's why I have to look forward to three. I'm not gonna play. Okay, who's again. gonna take <laughs> the second story? I want to see you guys. You don't have to fight over it, but I'm just curious who's gonna. I'll do let it. Nick take this one. That sounds good. Okay. 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 I want to talk about the next one. Okay. <laughs> So, God of War live action series officially announced for Prime Video with Corey Barlog as an executive producer. Ooh, that the, the news couldn't be sweeter today, y'all. That's, nice. That's real nice. Prime Video has announced that it will officially order a God of War live action series in co-production with Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions. Amazon's Prime Video service says that the live action series will be an adaptation of the Santa Monica Studios sequel series, following Kratos in the Norse realm of Midgard, following his quest for vengeance in ancient Greece. 
Like in the game, the series will follow Kratos as he journeys with his son to the highest peak as a final request from his late wife. It was reported earlier this year that Prime Video was in talks with PlayStation on a potential live-action series, but today's direct-to-order announcement confirms Prime Video is serious about the adaptation. The Wheel of Time's Raph Judkins will serve as showrunner and executive producer, while Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, um, who's worked on Iron Man and Children of Men, have boarded the series as writers and executive producers. Corey Barlog will also serve as an executive producer. The God of War is a compelling character-driven franchise that we believe will captivate our global customers as much with its expansive and immersive world as its rich storytelling, says Amazon Studios' head of global television, Vernon Sanders. We are so proud and excited to be working with our friends at Amazon Studios and our partners at PlayStation Productions to adapt this beautiful and heartbreaking game into a premium live-action series, adds Sony Pictures Television Studios president Kathleen Pope. This is all coming from Matt Kim over at IGN. Shout out to Matt Kim. He's the boy. He's been there for a while. We love the guy. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to let y'all, do y'all have any initial thoughts popping off based on what they're saying here? Well, I'm, I'm just excited about this. So I am generally an optimistic person where I'm just like, if it's going to flop all well, we've seen I, at this point, I've been burned so many times by <laughs> video game movies and TV shows and stuff that I'm just like, okay with it, you know, and you also have to remember, I'm a huge reader. So books getting adapted into film has like absolutely just like flopped so many times. Mm. So I'm, I, if it flops, whatever. But if it doesn't. <laughs> Bree says, so I'm ready now, to be hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh well. I'll so watch. I watched I watched the Wheel of Time. I watched probably like three or four episodes into it before I gave it up. Um, <gasps> it felt like a CW show to me. I couldn't get into it. Um, I, I love like the it. actress who's the lead character. I'm sorry. I said I liked it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I mean read that's the book. that's okay. That's I haven't read the books either. Um, uh, and I, heard I was if expecting you read the book. It's terrible. Oof. Yeah, I was expecting maybe to be, be because of the fact that I was blind coming into this because i'm usually that guy i read the book for i, I fucking mainline through the books oh, and then I'm i watch so the show and i'm books. like they missed that up they missed this stuff. Fuck, fuck halo you all are stupid like that's me um but <laughs> i watched <laughs> but actually <laughs> um uh, but i uh you know i watched the wheel of time and i was just like what is this b movie bullshit that they're putting on amazon prime and i was expecting it to be good because amazon has a really really solid history with the boys history. and with invincible of like yeah. taking these other adaptations and putting on a really really strong performance i mean those are two like incredible shows if y'all haven't seen the boys are invincible go watch that shit right mm -hmm. now because that is so mm -hmm. good i think like cory barlog being an executive producer is going to be a really, really good sign because he is the one who established the lore. He's established the tone in the setting for God of War 2018, which, you know, in my, you know, 2022 end of the year review, you know, I, I came out and said that, you know, I resonated with that a lot more in different ways because of his aesthetic styles and his choice, the choices he made in storytelling in 2018 versus, you know, Eric Williams' implementation in Ragnarok. A lot of that is personal thing. That's not to say Ragnarok's a bad game. I'll say that a million times. It's a great game. But it's just, you know, 2018, just the way that that story unfolded connected with me more. And really? that's... I think I actually connected with Ragnarok a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I don't I played... know if it was necessarily like the directors. I think it was just I really connected with the way that like their relationship unfolded and how mm -hmm. like Atreus was able to kind of be his own person. Yeah, there were definitely moments where that I mean, Ragnarok w it was incredible. I mean, ob obviously, the the moments where they were really putting on, I mean, the, there were moments in Ragnarok that were way better than like 90% of the movies that I saw in 2022. And yeah, that's, that's like, true. that's 
that is like a hundred percent confirmed and you know there's i'm not taking away from any of those actors because they really put their heart and soul into that it's just you know it's the it's small nitpicky nick being a fucking critic thing that's like that's where i exist with ragnarok um but i think my issue here is that we're seeing a hodgepodge of production getting put together it's like they're trying to pick an all-star lineup to put a team together and mm. i don't know how involved Corey will be in the final project what it is yeah I am expecting the worst and hoping for the best. That's where right. I'm at this. See, my brain immediately was like, who are we casting? That's where my brain went. I like that, totally jumped a little. Do you like, have is it any be fan cast bad? ideas? Do you have nope. any ideas? That's, that's why I was like, I don't um, know. I mean, Chris I don't. Chris some makeup and call it a day. Let's just do this. I Yeah, do I really kind of. Can we just have him do the voice for the actor anyway? Yeah. <laughs> just dub him, dub him with Chris Judge's yeah, voice. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That would be hilarious. I mean, get a if, mock you of a Triple if you don't H want to, if you don't want to cast Chris Judge, fine. At least give him the voice, though. You know. Yes. Do you think voice. Momoa could put it all, pull it off? No, no. You think so? No. He's built like Kratos, so. though. I mean, that's that's really doesn't. where my mind is going. It's just the body, you know, the no. body model for Kratos. Well, so if you're like purely, so if you're purely talking like body then i get it but in that case like i think that they could just cast chris judge because i Dwayne think that the rock johnson <laughs> please stop i think that their excuse <laughs> for not casting chris judge is in part going to be like oh well he's like he's not greek right and yeah. so that would be the same thing for momoa right yeah, he's not greek. true yeah, so true. i'm not saying that they'll necessarily cast a greek person because I doubt they will, but they're going to cast somebody that's going to look more it Greek. And a... I think that they couldn't cast Momoa if they're going to use that as their excuse. Because in that case, just just cast. Judge, Personally, you know what I mean? Exactly. I, th I think the most likely thing that will happen is that we're going to get a nobody as Christopher Judge. I rather as Christopher Judge, as, <laughs> as Kratos, wow. as as the God of War. Were, yeah. I, I would prefer to have a no-name actor step into that role but and truly own the it. The age, the, um, the the thing is, is like the age that that actor would need to be, it's really hard to get an actor of that age that is a no-name, right? Because most of the actors that are like older are already established. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's an interesting take. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think that that's interesting because yeah. I think like Atreus could be somebody that's no-name because that's they're young, they're just getting into the industry, whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold. But yeah, I am genuinely, I'm like, throw the Greek thing out the window. We can just pretend he's from Greece. Just put Christopher Judge in. Like, <laughs> let him yeah. have a role, please. Well, I mean, and that's the real, that's the real trick, right? It's, it's this, it, the adaptation, the process of where we're going from adapting God of War as a video game franchise, which has established itself as one of the best video game franchises in history. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're taking this to TV we already know we're going to get a diluted product going right. from A to B like that's. Right. And so you just you know, can't have from, a game from the jump. Undiluted. Exactly. And so, you know, you're going to go in with lower expectations at the end of the right. day. Um, it's not like a movie. That's different, though, because the Sonic <laughs> games are trash. You know what I mean? Or they've historically been trash. Sonic Adventure Battle 2. The hold Sonic on, guys. fans are going to come Adventure for you? Yeah, they are. Fucking shit. Don't. I mean, y'all come gonna, for like, me. I want to hear it. I want you to blow up my Twitter, please. You're going to have not only the like the Sonic people, but like the furries are going to come out of the, the woodwork. Uh, you're not even going to know. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to come out of somewhere. You don't even know what, yeah, yeah. where they were. The rings knocked out of them. Will, can I go stay at your house? I got to hide from the furries. You got to put you on a, put I you genuinely, up in the guest bedroom. 
Yeah. Genuinely, I hear that like furries are like the nicest people you'll ever meet. Like genuinely, sure. that's the that's the only thing I've ever heard mm. about them. That's the mm. only thing I've ever heard is that mm. they're like the nicest people. And I'm like, no, I kind of want to go hang out. I will not be wearing a fursuit because that's way too no. hot. For me. It's <laughs> way to too hot. I will be sweating sweltering. so much. Sweltering. Like, you, as you, as you look over at the fursuit that's in like over in your closet, you're like, I heard they're really nice. I, I don't yeah. know who's told me about that, but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I have I just have cardigans. I just live in cardigans. That's, that's I, I understand. I understand from my ex that Target, the corporation Target is full of like furries in like the oh employee. okay i thought you were I gonna to say like funding it or something you can't no like, <laughs> oh quite the opposite i'm sure quite the opposite yeah they're they're on the uh anti-furry initiative over at target i don't know no, if you no, no. Know i mean that. i thought you were saying that they they were funding like literally like funding furries like like the conventions <laughs> like and the stuff. groups like, yeah 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 i was mm -hmm. like wait a minute is this yeah. like are we unraveling a conspiracy uh -uh. Life right uh -uh. Now? <laughs> no this is turning into a conspiracy podcast actually you guys. that's what's happening this next one <laughs> let's, yeah, go. let's go let's let's get into it all right so here's a fun one y'all the next tomb raider game in development at crystal dynamics will be published by amazon games to interesting back to back so the untitled follow-up to 2018 shadow of the tomb raider will be a multi-platform game described as a single-player narrative-driven adventure that continues laura croft's story in the tomb raider series Amazon and Crystal Dynamics called the last game, rather the next game in the franchise, the biggest, most expensive Tomb Raider game to date. It's also noted to be an early development. A release window and platforms for the new Tomb Raider were not announced. The next Tomb Raider said to unify the timelines of Laura Croft's more recent prequel set adventures and those of the original games. Shadow of the Tomb Raider's ending, which capped off Crystal Dynamics' Survivor trilogy, nodded slyly at the events of the original Tomb Raider with artwork featuring a young Laura Croft outside of a pyramid and facing a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Previous entries in the Tomb Raider franchise were published by Square Enix, but earlier this year, Square Enix sold off Crystal Dynamics and other studios, along with the associated intellectual properties to Embracer Group. Now Amazon Games is stepping in to provide full support and publishing to the new Tomb Raider. Amazon Games is committed to bringing players games of the highest quality from the best developers across all variety of platforms and genres, and we're honored by the opportunity to work with this story developer and franchise, says VP of Amazon Games, Christoph Hartman, in a news release. Our team is incredibly excited about collaborating with the talented and visionary Crystal Dynamics team to bring the next chapter of Laura Croft's saga to players around the world. Crystal Dynamics has an extraordinary opportunity following our acquisition of Embracer to redefine what a publishing relationship is for Tomb Raider, added Scott Amos, head of studio at Crystal Dynamics. Transformative is what we're looking for, and with Amazon Game, we found a team that shares our creative vision, ambitions, and values for a Laura Croft universe across the spectrum of possibilities. They're uniquely positioned to rewrite, rewrite what publishing and development collaborations are, and we're eager to forge this new path together, starting with building the biggest and best Tomb Raider game yet. This is from Michael Werterter. Mick Werterter. <laughs> Mick for her tur -tur -tur. <laughs> Michael M over at Polygon. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, Mike. But you did a great article. This is definitely a lot of really good news. Uh, and I will say I article. love this recent <laughs> good job, yeah, buddy. <laughs> you deserve you deserve that title. His name is fine. I'm just bad. <laughs> look, look, it's on me. That's all on me. But I will say this Tomb Raider article is super interesting. I love the Survivor trilogy. Um as many oh, missteps yes. as it had sometimes in the middle um game itself. I didn't play but the third all of all of it. Oh, I'm you didn't mad, play the I'm third mad. one? I you know, I'm mad Shadow? about it. 
I'm really mad it's about cool. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a chance to play through, I think, all of them at this point on Xbox. And I mean, I had a, a blast with the entire trilogies itself. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this next one. I don't know. You say you say you haven't played the third one. Nick, did you get a chance to play through all three in the Survivor I played, Series? played one and two. I didn't even know there was a third one. I'm going to be honest oh my with goodness, you. Both I, of that, you. What is that happening? Was like, that was like a blind spot. The Tomb Raider was like a blind spot. Well, they Even didn't really do a I lot loved, to promote I that, it. I feel like. Yeah, no, they did. It, um, it wasn't huge, unfortunately. But I will say that, like, playing as Laura Croft in those games was the best Laura Croft that we ever got. Oh, and, I, I mean, the, the story combat. the story hit hard. Yeah, and I mean, like, sure. the twists and everything that was in it was unexpected. And then, yeah, I, you, give me a bow, <laughs> you give me a bow in any video game, I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy guy. You know what I mean? And, and then they, they really perfected a lot of those systems there, so... I just Amazon Games scares me because this could turn into vaporware so easily. They have a mm -hmm. horrible track record of finalizing and producing games that are in development. I mean, that studio has been around for how long now? Um, I just I'm just not sure. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. Do you think that they have the ability to follow through? I mean, here's my real question. I'm, I'm a little bit fuzzy on Embracer Group owns Crystal Dynamics now. Do they yeah. own the Tomb Raider IP? Yes, that's yeah. that's part of the article. Yeah, is that, they, is is that what they specifically It was said? all part of like the the purchase from Crystal Dynamics or like of included Crystal Dynamics. The included entire all of the franchises. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and that was the whole Embracer Group purchase. Any any studio that they bought, they were buying the IPs that came with the studio as well. Mm -hmm. So so basically, they're just acting like THQ Nordic, and what they're doing is they're leasing the IP out to. Uh, to Amazon Game Studios. Amazon isn't making it though. It's still so Crystal it's Dynamics. It's still Crystal. Okay. Crystal still Amazon is just producing it. Okay. So Amazon just is just partners. publishing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's that makes more sense now. But yeah. So Embracer really is is extremely hands off where they just own the studio. So it's basically yeah. Crystal Dynamics and Amazon Games that are yep. doing like the developing and publishing. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's good. I'm excited. I mean, I feel I like I don't love Amazon Games, but oh well. Yeah. Is there a reason why you don't? I don't like Amazon. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they haven't had anything crazy hit either. So it's not that I don't believe that they will, like that there won't be a game that's like really successful from them. Like, I'm not saying that like they cannot succeed. I'm just saying they haven't really succeeded yet in a I really crazy way. Still unproven. Yeah. I yeah. Think Valheim and on top of that, was Amazon. the biggest performance that they've had is yeah. that that mmo that and i think that people for a while there got really into it but that's the only significant thing that i've seen from them yeah amazon just kind of doesn't treat their workers very nicely so i don't know sure. if that i don't know if that transfers over to the games industry at all but amazon probably not cool. yeah but they are coming out with that blue protocol game which kind of looks looks pretty tight if you remember that from the it does look pretty good it looks right. good Ugh. but yeah. that was again that's not even them making it too so yeah yeah absolutely not they're just funding the project uh, all right let's hit this next one i'm really excited about this one um i may or may not have placed it number four so that way i can oh oh <laughs> i see where we're job. going oh uh, yeah what can i say uh it's like i wrote the doc anyway um <laughs> hideo kojima's kojima productions has partnered with barbarian ep Alex Lebovici, I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Hammerstone Studios to develop and produce a film adaptation of the former's hit video game, Death Stranding. The film will be fully financed by Hammerstone with Kojima and Lebovici, uh, or, sorry, while Kojima and Lebovici will serve as executive producers. Um, the plot for the project marking, 
what the heck? This is written really weird. I'm so sorry. The plot for the project, marking Kojima's production's first ever feature adaptation, is being kept under wraps. Um, rumors say that it will introduce new elements and characters within the Death Stranding universe. It's not yet clear who will write and direct the pick, though the film is now on a fast on fast track for development. Um, development being underway. Um, this is a quote from Kojima. He says, I couldn't be more excited about this part, this new partnership with Hammerstone Studios. This is a pivotal moment for the franchise, and I'm really looking forward to collaborating with them in bringing Death Stranding to the big screen. Um, and then this next one is from Lubavici. It says, we are thrilled and honored to have the opportunity to partner with a brilliant and iconic um, Hideo Kojima on his first film adaptation. Unlike other big budget tentpole video game adaptations, this will be something far more intimate and grounded. Our goal is to redefine what a video game adaptation could be when you <laughs> when you have creative and artistic freedom. This film will be authentic Hideo Kojima production. I'm sorry, that was just such a Hideo Kojima thing to say that it made me laugh because now I understand why they get along. <laughs> because yep. Kojima's always like, this is going to be the new the new thing, the new best making thing. making a new strand type game. You're going to see this yeah. as a new genre of yeah, games, is the this strand is, type. Artistic uh -huh. freedom. Yeah, we're breaking yeah, out and the then molds he's, he's doing the same thing. He's like, he's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to redefine video game adaptations. I don't know. It just cracked me up. Um, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic about this film. I'm excited for this film. Um, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to have like these, all these video game franchises being developed finally. I think that like we're kind of seeing this explosion now, but mm -hmm. I kind of wish we had kind of gotten a slower trickle that started a long time ago. Like they should have made an Uncharted movie forever ago. They're running out know? of 80s and 90s movies to reboot as well as books that have like mainstream pop culture appeal to adapt. So now they're okay. just dipping into video okay. games. I feel if like if you hadn't added the mainstream appeal, I probably would have come for you. So more along the line. Yeah, no, I <laughs> mean, there's always, there's always more books. It's just that nobody's like choosing the books that probably yeah. could be excellently translated to the big screen to do, because like not a lot of people know about them, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I will say though I'm I'm in line with you uh, Brianna about this project for all the reasons that I am a little dismayed on what's going on with Amazon and God of War this is actually exciting to me um mm. you Barbarian, like Barbarian Barbarian was my wow, 2020 so film of the year um and that's wow. outstanding a lot wow. <laughs> considering that I fell in love with Robert Eggers The Northman um I love that movie to death and it's okay. just it hits all the notes but Barbarian just like everything about that just was so perfect in the way that he put mm -hmm. it together between the writing and the framing and the lighting just as, as a package it's just it was an incredible experience from top to bottom and i hadn't seen a movie like that in ages and ages mm -hmm. so uh we'll see we'll see what happens uh yeah but i still optimistic about this one yeah mm -hmm. barbarian's gonna be my christmas movie not i'm not probably gonna watch it directly it's on a christmas, good it's a good christmas, christmas movie it's a really good one <laughs> it's a good, it's one, a good one yeah one, for sure but no i'm excited for this though i mean Kojima games are pretty much movies anyways, so it's going to be a very right. seamless transition <laughs> into making it a movie. Yeah. <laughs> do you think what, like, if if Death Stranding pops off, do you, if, well, Kojima won't have anything to do with it, but do you think, like, the film industry will try to dip into Metal Gear? Mm, I mean, they I feel know. like they've already been talking Work about it. Konami? Yeah. I don't cool, see but... why they wouldn't, but also, like, if, like, Kojima is, like, that part of it like yeah well he can't be attached to the project in any right way, exactly or, or, there's some, or there are gonna be lawsuits flying around left and right but yeah um i don't They're know if konami's gonna want to go out of the way to like license this out to a 
a movie company and then let them do stuff. No, they got to make very... they have more pachinko machines to exactly. make. They're not they going to make they another got their pachinko movie. to work on. Get out of here. Yeah, that's too busy. Too busy mm-hmm. with gambling. <laughs> right. Um yeah, I mean, I guess we we, we shall see. We'll see. How, I'm curious to see especially since they're saying like it's fast tracked. Um oh, also by the way, this comes from Matt Grover at the Deadline. Uh, I have mm-hmm. not used Deadline before on our docs, so I thought I was I was going to be different and interesting and add a new news source anyways, but yeah. yeah. Um we'll see how long this takes. Yeah, that's they could just I'm really use the same in. actors and actresses from the games. I mean, they it makes could. sense, right? They have to. What are they, they going to do for to, the right? baby? <laughs> <laughs> Kojima's like, I'm going to use a real baby. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to need a baby to be in liquid all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Submerged in liquid, yeah. yes, correct. Oh That'll God. be CG thanks, for thanks sure. But yeah. I, I, I enjoy the idea that they're like, okay, who can we hire? <laughs> Tom Holland as the baby in Dead Stranding. <laughs> what's the name? Will, what's the name of the actress who plays uh, Fragile? What's her name it's again? Leah Sado. Leah Sado. So good. So good. Yeah. I, I mean, like when you have Norman Reedus and Leah Sado, why not just, just throw them in there? Just lock them in. Yeah. Anyway, sure. so we have the, the next the next article that's on our dock right here. Your Horizon multiplayer game confirmed by Gorilla which is new, absolutely news to nobody. But, you know, it's this is interesting. Guerrilla has confirmed that it is working on a multiplayer game set in the Horizon universe and that it will feature a brand new cast of characters in a new art style. The job advertisement on Twitter states, a new internal team is developing a separate online project set in Horizon's universe, featuring a new cast of characters and a unique stylized look. Friends will be able to explore the majestic milds. Wilds? I'm not sure. Milds I assume it's wild. Of, I just copy yeah, and paste. Yeah, that's, that's all good. It's all good. Probably majestic wilds of Horizon together. A rumor suggesting a multiplayer Horizon game surfaced earlier this year, but this is the first time that Guerrilla has confirmed such plans for the machine hunting series. Job listings provided a little more context. The narrative designer for the online project is required to tell a deep, complex story, suggesting this is likely not just a mash-based multiplayer game. The game writer is asked to pitch compelling ideas for quests, factions, and backstories, pointing to something that will be a, a game with at least similar narrative elements to those seen in the mainline series. Meanwhile, the lead combat designer for the project will be responsible for creating a variety of enemies, machines, and humanoids that focus on exciting combat with cooperative elements. Gorilla notes in its Twitter post that that it is continuing to create epic solo adventures for Aloy, so it can assume, uh, it can be assumed that a third mainline Horizon game is also planned. All coming from Matt mm-hmm. Perslow over at IGN. So assumed, I sure hope so. Yeah, the way the yeah. second one ended, if we don't get a third one, I'm going to be outside of someone's office. Like, Why <laughs> Where is it? Give me? me the script. <laughs> I hit Will's like 160 <laughs> hours of this <laughs> game in 2022. He's going to snap hours. this game into existence. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, so I have a lot of opinions about Horizon. I am so excited to play Forbidden West based on everything that I both seen William play and on everything that I know and hearing from everyone about it. I mean, just an excellent experience from top to bottom from what I understand. So I'm really excited to dig into there. Please, no spoilers, anybody. Um, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about this. This literally looks, sounds like that gorilla is copying pasting factions to into the horizon world doesn't sound like that to you at all the Mm -hmm. fact that they're having storyline elements with cooperative multiplayer experiences personally i'm really hoping this is a monster hunter game that'd be i mean yeah i mean that's that's the assumption monster hunter does have monsters, but 
Right. Yeah, but Monster Hunter so, has a really good story. So mm-hmm. Okay, so the only element that they're changing to this that's going to be different from Factions 2 is the fact that you're going to be haunting it's going to be Monster Hunters in But I also don't think cuz there's not that like survival horizon. element in yeah. that, that, said, this is supposed to be more cooperative right it's not multiplayer like you're fighting against other humans so it won't be like factions factions very much like are you not on teams in factions are you, it's like isn't it but is that it would like still be 6, pvp 66, i think or? this is going to be a pve pve this this feels like it's going to be more pve at least from what they've been explaining yeah yeah i mean machines and humanoids definitely i mean the variety of enemies is what it sounds like but yeah. i feel like it would be a missed opportunity if they were to leave out pvp altogether right i personally hate pvp unless it's like a moba um i prefer pve almost every time i just people get really mean in multiplayer games they do that's the and... that's the sweaty that's where all the, the gamer <laughs> snake comes from yeah yeah those those so, uh as, i'm as assuming like it'll play uh, the, the butt chugging gamers those are yeah the mountain yeah yeah the butt mountain do butt gun chugging gamers that's There's that's nothing where they better, like getting like a baja blast for a gaming night oh that's a yeah. pretty and good some, and some Doritos. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Doritos we caught some, <laughs> some code red for, for the Game Awards. The and this, Awards, this, good this terrible person left it all at my house. He didn't mm-hmm, buy uh-huh. a two-liter like I expected him to. He nope. bought a fucking 12-pack. And then now nope. I'm sitting here with all the sugar in my fridge. That's all uh, you. <laughs> have you guys had, I don't remember what it's called, but the White Mountain Dew? Oh, it's like voltage? the shark one. So good. Oh, yeah, is it Voltage like or is that the other one? I don't know, but it's it's the one that's like, oh, it's white out. Done. Wide out there. Wide out. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that one's my favorite. Let's so. try it. Let's try it. I'm, I'm look, I'd look forward to this. I would feel like a Horizon <laughs> and Monster Hunter World would be a dope combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, I just feel like if it's going to play like Horizon and Forbidden West, that kind of gameplay doesn't really lend itself to a multiplayer like PvP setup. It'd yeah. be super yeah, annoying. Don't... People hopping around. Well, and, yeah. So, I think it'll probably do the same thing where there's like the hub world and then hunts. Yeah. Like so, you know, something that like I think that a lot of people have started to criticize Sony for is kind of the, the cookie cutter homogenization of their tentpole titles, whether it be Horizon, whether it be The Last of Us. I mean, there's there's a lot of valid criticism that exists there for, you know, all of these these games. You know, you got the sad dad simulators that are just thrown around left and right, right? And I think that, you know, this will be different and it will be very much in line with what Horizon is and what is expected to be. But I am concerned about, you know, I, I would like to see something more along the lines of a Ghost of Tsushima, you know, Ghost of Tsushima Legends style situation, obviously implementing like the large machine monsters and you're going in and you're you're doing these quests and it's all cooperative, but it might be based in elements. And then you have other aspects like raids where you're able to squad up with multiple people and maybe like an eight so person match. So you're looking for you like have... an MMO. No, not an MMO. Like because like, so because that sounds like more like Final Fantasy to me, where Final Fantasy has so there's dungeons, raids, um, and alliances. So what I'm imagining in my mind is maybe if you take Destiny two and then you morph it with what uh what Sucker Punch was able to do with Ghost of Tsushima Legends, okay. and then put that together, and then you have that in the world of Horizon. That's where I think okay. you could find some really unique gameplay, um, really you know emergent gameplay that will allow like be really challenging for a lot of the sweaty gamers out there, like William, mm-hmm. who wants to play a ultra insane hardcore difficulty mode, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then obviously you know have scaled down elements or different lobbies that you could load into that would you know be a little bit easier, a little bit more lenient on you know less skilled players, but. Um, yeah, I just, I just hope that it isn't, you know, uh, 
I, I just hope that it isn't going to be, you know, factions too, but in horizon, that's my, my, that's all I have to say. I'm just worried about it having a unique stylized look. Yeah, that's what I don't Horizon understand is what gorgeous they mean right now. That. So I don't yeah, know why like, they would switch it up. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful looking game. Yeah, don't play use with the decimate formula. engine. Yeah, just use. Do you think that they will? Uh, they, mm -hmm. I guess not. If they're going to do a unique stylized look, it's going to look like Borderlands or something. But I'm like, just use the decimate uh, engine. <laughs> don't imagine give me if shady. it looks like Borderlands. Ugh, I, I don't know if I would like that. <laughs> It just be so different. I don't different. think it's gonna look like. <laughs> don't don't give me cell shaded Horizon Zero Dawn characters. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, let's let's do this next one's gonna be rough on raid. Mm. So this is just a straight through PlayStation Plus game catalog lineup for December. So the extra and premium game catalogs are gonna be as follows. You got WWE 2K22 for the PS4, Far Cry 5 for the PS4. Far Cry New Dawn for the PS4. And guess what? Far Cry Primal for the PS4. Mm. Got Mortal Shell for PS4 and PS5. Got, I'm guessing Yakuza Judgment, or is it just straight up Judgment? It's just Judgment. Mm -hmm. Judgment for PS4 yeah, and PS5. It's not Yakuza. Then you yeah. got Yakuza Like a Dragon for the PS4, PS5. You have Yakuza 6, The Song of Life for PS4. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor for PS4. And Middle Earth Shadow of War for PS4. A good combination there. The Pedestrian for PS4 and PS5. Evil Genius 2 for PS4 and PS5. Adventure Time Pirates of the Endicron. And Kyridian. There you go. That's a word for PS4. Ben 10 Power Trip, the classic for PS4 and PS5. Gigantosaurus, the game for PS4. Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, Ultimate Edition. It's like they just shoved words together. PS4. Nope. Worms WMD, PS4. And The Escapist 2 for PS4. Now under the premium slash classic side, you're getting Ridge Racer 2 for the PSP. <laughs> getting Heavenly Sword, an oh, underrated game for the PS3. Getting Odd World, Apes, Odyssey. Oh, oh God, jeez. Exodus. Apes, I almost Apes said Odysseus. I was like, Apes, what is Odysseus? It's yeah. an Exodus for PS1. And then Pinball Heroes for the PSP. This is all coming from Adam Michael at PlayStation Blog. You guys been so. playing any of these? Absolutely not. Well... I think this I'm is a, a, I'm a major... sick, sick man. So eventually, I'm going to get around to Far Cry, New Dawn, Far Cry Primal. I well, are you are you paying for the catalog? No, no, gosh. Okay, I didn't think I'm so. I'm not going to play on the catalog. I'm just going to play eventually. I'm okay, slugging yeah. my way through Far Cry Five right now, so I'm, yeah. I'm eventually going to get through the. Other I ones. thought you put like 40, 50 hours in that game, dude. I, I thought I like, I, <laughs> I thought you would have been done. <laughs> did you not I'm Golden Path it? Did you did no, you do a bunch of side I'm, stuff? I'm I'm getting distracted in side stuff. Yeah, it's terrible. <clears> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. That's how those yeah. Ubisoft games always do. You're like, I'm not paying attention to the other stuff. Oh, maybe just this one thing. Maybe That's just why another I can't thing. Play open world games because I keep being like, oh, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, hamburger candy. ran over there. Ooh, I gotta go take care of hamburger. Yeah, don't talk don't talk down on hamburger. That's no, I love my boy. I love che cheeseburger. Boy. Cheeseburger's the homie. Don't, cheeseburger. don't talk about, That's his name. Don't talk about my bear like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know any, anyone else because I guess neither of you have the extra or the. I have extra. The okay. only one okay. that I know of that has premium is Sam. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, man. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> this man's in it. He is <laughs> deep in that PlayStation culture. Um, I personally, now, Brianna, I will let you be the true judge because you are the one that's paying for the extra service right now. But I personally think that this list is incredibly lackluster in terms of what <gasps> they're being. And I, and I, and I think that, you know, for the money that you're paying, you know, over the course of time, 
yeah, you can get a lot of hours of gaming done with all these games. All of those Yakuza games and Judgment, all of those are fantastic video games, 100% fantastic. Outside of those, I've never really been a Far Cry guy, so and that and that's just a me thing. Some people right. love those games, and that's that's totally fine. And there's a lot of merit to be had in those games. Will has talked about it multiple times on FNG that you know Far Cry Five is a fun experience, um, but it's just more Far Cry, right? It's not again, it's not breaking that formula. I um, think that the catalog, the problem with the catalog right now is that they're trying. They waited so long to do this kind of thing that they're now just having to build the catalog from scratch. Well, basically, they should have come so, out with all of this in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they're, because they're currently building this, I'm not into Far Cry, but I know there's a lot of people that are going to be super excited about Far Cry 5, New Dawn and Primal. Like those are all solid games that somebody loves, right? Not sure. me, but I know for sure somebody loves. Same with like all of the Yakuza stuff that they've been adding. I know that there's really passionate fans about Yakuza, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. I loved, um, I have not played Shadow of War Um but I know those games are also pretty popular for me personally. I'm going to be trying out mortal shell. Um, I love dark souls games and this is supposed to be another souls like, um, and then I'm also going to be checking out the pedestrian. I have always wanted to play this game. It was, I think at E3 one year. Um, and I, it was on my list forever and I completely forgot about it to be honest with you. So this will be a really great chance for me to finally try that game out. So those are the only two that I'm going to be picking up from this list. But at the same time, like there's, there's something for everybody here i think or not for everybody but i think that they're working on that catalog because like yeah, sure. there's one there's a month that i'm like holy cow i'm so excited about literally every single thing and then there's months that i'm like you know i could probably miss on all of these but i know somebody's excited so yeah i mean there is enough here to get excited going down through number 10 but you look at 11 through 13 i haven't heard of any of those games before the show right now i mean besides maybe evil genius 2 with that being an exception so when we talk about like the value, yeah, I never, yeah, that's, that's completely big 10, big 10, Ben, Ben 10 big was 10. my, that was my boy back in the day. I love, I love me some Ben 10 stuff. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He is the homie. Um, I just thinking, you know, judgment, well, judgment, I, I do. It, has, it hasn't been on, on Xbox game pass, but all of the Yakuza games through like a dragon have been sitting on Xbox game pass for forever. WWE 2k made a huge splash when it came out. Everybody was like super happy, super happy that it came out bug free mostly. And it performed really well. And it had a really great character creation thing. You could do some, you know, facial modification stuff. I think WWE 2k is a win for people who are through and through wrestling game fans. Mm -hmm. I, I love that for them. But when we talk about, Sony, like me personally wanting Sony to be really aggressive about combating, you know, what the value of Xbox Game Pass is right. and bringing that over to the PlayStation Plus catalog. Like the thing they is, have is, to like, really bring some winners here. Like they should be bringing in high on life. They should bring in things that aren't right. Xbox exclusive. Right. That are and I, I definitely agree with that. But the thing is, is that I don't think that they're like, I think that they're trying to avoid being a competitor like directly with game pass like because the thing is is that game pass's thing is like you get this brand new game day one like that's always game pass's thing now right where it's like you get all these brand new games and i think that playstation is trying to avoid that um my guess would be that it's just not a great thing for them monetarily um and they're not willing to eat that cost because they don't have those expectations that would be yeah. my guess. So if they're not yeah. trying to compete in that space, then and they're just trying to do their own thing, then I think this is fine. I definitely agree with you. 
personally, I think that they should be going the Game Pass route where they're like, you know what? Hogwarts Legacy is going to be free for PlayStation. Day and day. Yeah. Like, you know, like that would be insane, right? That would be such a great value, but they're not doing that. So PlayStation Plus isn't for a lot of people, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. If you are yeah. brand new to PlayStation and you're trying to get a bunch of those first party games, I think it's a really worth it for a couple of months. You can kind of get through a lot of those first like those like early catalog like you get I think like Last of Us, you can get like Returnal. Um, yeah. spider-man there's a bunch of games you can get and then once you get yeah. through that catalog unless you're a diehard playstation fan i think you can probably dip out but. and just to be clear for our listeners out there they're bringing all these games onto the catalog and they're not phasing anything out from the catalog that i'm yet. aware of correct okay yet yes, yes. So it's, the, it's it's gonna happen eventually the catalog, like they can't just keep it yes. yeah so okay. there's there's like the two different kinds of games there's the games that they release every month that you get to keep forever and then there's the games that like if it leaves the catalog you can't play right i was very confused on this a couple of episodes yeah so. and they leave a lot of that in the gray area on purpose mm -hmm. the one thing that i'm interested in and william you're, you're my retro guy you're my you're my ps1 gamer i didn't have a, a playstation i was you know the n64 kid uh do any of these you know do any of these titles ridge racer to you know pinball heroes do they pop out to you do you think this adds value to the premium tier well no the main thing with the playstation tier list especially is that the premium tier is really pathetic it's depressing especially with how you the premium is not still, worth it at all period yeah, at the end at all. like unless there's something that is like i i want to play this so bad unless you're like an insane fan of one of these games it's i promise it. you the premium is not worth it and we like we've been consistent on that like the premium has not been worth it period they haven't sold it um the extra i think is worth it the classic i don't think is worth it either because the classic either. doesn't have enough so like that middle tier is pretty much the only one that's like worth the time and money so because it's still yeah. where you have to stream the ps3 titles too right you can't download them and play them it depends i think on your i, I could wild. be wrong it's it's really <laughs> messy it's, it's really wild. messy I'm, stream it. I'm like uh it's gross but Some heavenly sword i mean it's stream, a fun game but yeah but no, definitely not worth it, though. Yeah, I will see. You know, I I will say that there is enough good stuff on the catalog that I will probably do my best to like reach for things, like pay for it for like a month or two to like mainline one of those games, like Death Stranding, that are existing on that catalog. That way, I don't have to like you know, it's a cheaper value for me to just pay for a couple of months versus buying that game for the seventy dollars or you know sixty dollars that is going to be on the PlayStation Store. So yeah. it's not to be said that like there isn't going to be you know va a value add from the current existing catalog that they will continue to roll out. They will continue to build out it's just it, it is a little dismaying that they don't have partnerships in place to already like get people locked in to get them excited about you know what's coming because every time you know i get on twitter and i see you know xbox game pass posting about the their current lineup i mean you pull it up right now you're seeing all of those persona games just sitting there and i'm just like that's hella exciting because i never got to play p3 or persona 4 golden the fact that i get that value add from atlas a studio that i would never thought would be able to par partner with you know microsoft i just think that that you know the, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things there but 
Mm-hmm. I just I think when you start going down that road exactly like you were saying, Brianna, about the PlayStation's philosophy about not wanting to be a competitor, it's like they're trying to be Nintendo. But the problem is, is that Sony cannot afford to be Nintendo. They do not have the the. I mean, they have a lot of incredible IP. They have a lot of you know powerhouses in gaming, but they they don't have I the mean, infrastructure. They don't have the base that Nintendo has in order to get away with what Nintendo gets away with. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I think that like PlayStation is. I think that they do want to be a competitor with Xbox in almost every other aspect. I think it's just like the passes, like the pass versus like plus. Like, I think that this specifically they're trying to avoid being a competitor or being compared because they know that like Game Pass is just has way more value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I'd like to I'd like to really, really be interested to look down the road three years from now and see where PlayStation Plus catalog, because we were having a mm-hmm. lot of these same conversations about Xbox during the Xbox one era. And people were mm-hmm. big mad about everything that was going on until we got into the series XS generation and then the story flipped. So we'll see what time will tell. At the end well, of the it's it's it goes back to whoever's winning is making the bad decisions it's it always happens it always happens because as soon as xbox realized that they were now starting to lose all of a sudden they were like well maybe you don't have to pay for online services and maybe we can give you all these free games (laughs) and maybe we'll play nice and Mm, now playstation's winning quote-unquote winning um and they're kind of making jerk goofball decisions (laughs) goofball (laughs) decisions absolutely goofball behavior like we'll like to say we'll see Mm -hmm. If if we have another flip where Xbox is on top again, I guarantee all of this stuff will start being added. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Um, okay, let's hit this next one. It says, um, "Coming from Forbes, which is another new place." Forbes, uh, Paul Tassi. Uh, the Game Awards continues to destroy the Oscars with record 103 million viewers in 2022. Um, the Game Awards have quietly become the single most watched award ceremony in the world over the past few years. While yes, part of this is global interest in video games and the work uh, and the work creator and host Jeff Keighley has put into cultivating the show's presence, reputation, and importance. It's also about how it's been embraced by modern technology or how it embraces modern technology in a way other more traditional award shows have simply failed to match. Um, this week, it has been announced that the Game Awards has shattered all of its previous viewership with a record 103 million viewers across YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Steam, Facebook, Steam TikTok Live, <laughs> and Instagram Live. That's up 20% from last year and includes the 1.9 million peak concurrent viewers on Twitch alone. That's huge. Uh, also up 20% over 2021. Um the viewership growth of the Game Awards has been astonishing over the past decade, as evidence laid in the previous numbers. So in 2014, I won't go over all of these. There's a full list if you want to look it up. But we start in 2014, 1.9 million. 2019 made it to 45 million. And now we're at 103 million. Exponential increase. Yeah, no kidding. Um, this year's big success story elsewhere in entertainment was the Oscars getting 16.6 million viewers. <laughs> Get shit on. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah. Up a disastrous ten, from the disastrous 10.5 million in 2021. Um, but this, of course, is exclusive to t- network TV, drastically lim- limiting the overall reach the show can have just because you can't stream it, which is a dumb decision directly on them was the 2021 um, oscars the will smith thing that, that was happened? 2022 
2022 really holy shit i ah, I don't even remember god it's crazy time yeah so while there's no direct way to compare the revenue the tv ads for the oscars are still likely to bring in more money than the twitch inserts for the game awards but keely's show also does big brand deals with sponsors and serves a dual purpose as a launch pad for world premiere trailers and footage for upcoming games um I only wanted to cover this because I just wanted to shit on the Oscars. So. <laughs> every time I'm, I support was, it every time. That was, yeah. that was the whole point of this. Yep. I it's just like, like the, you know. the, they were like, honestly, they were like, we're so excited about 16.6 million viewers. Yeah. And now there's 103. You know, it's so funny. Uh, shout out to the, the, the guys, Jonathan and, and Dan and Nate over at the elder trolls podcast. Cause I was, you know, I was going up to Asheville, North Carolina this weekend and I was listening to them and they were talking about, you know, the, the game awards and they, they were talking about, you know, why the fuck was Al Pacino at the game awards? <laughs> he's, he's getting up on the stairs and be like, where am I? <laughs> like, I don't understand. It was just like, I was lit. I was crying in the car for like a solid 10 minutes straight, just from them, just completely dunking on, you know, all of just keely's choices and uh and you know presenters and awards people i mean he's got some really good you know you know old school classic gaming folks that are in there too but it's just it's funny kind of yeah. where it's where it exists today yeah. shout sure. out to jeff keely definitely shout out to him for making you know that huge spectacle of game awards it's it's a grand thing to be yeah. a part of now but i gotta say the only reason they had so many people watching because there were 90 million people all trying to get a Steam Deck. Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was watching it on Steam. I thought you were all watching for the Rabbi Bill Clinton. Oh, yes. well, yeah, there's that too, that God. too. Yeah, no, Steam, they were like, they were offering a Steam Deck for every minute that the award show was live. And so when Christopher Judge got on there for 20 minutes, like yes, everybody was popping up. Jordan, keep going, Chris, keep going. I'm trying to get the Steam Deck. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Uh, that's funny. Um, okay, let's go ahead and just hit this last one. This one's just like a quick highlights of 2023. Yeah, exciting. I get to get to wrap us up with the last story of the day. So PlayStation in 2023 highlights. This coming year is huge for PlayStation, stacked with a lineup of exciting releases. Whether you've been looking forward to the release of the ultra-customizable DualSense Edge controller, I have been, virtual reality adventures with PlayStation VR 2, fantastical new IPs like Forspoken, or sequels to iconic titles like Marvel Spider-Man 2, this year has something for you. While there is a ton coming to PlayStation in 2023, this article aims to highlight a handful of the biggest things announced for 2023. Marvel Spider-Man 2 Insomniac Games has confirmed the release window for their next game. Woo-woo! Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 launches on PS5 fall 2023. So it's right around the corner. We're going to blink and it's going to be October. <laughs> right around the as, corner. We're going to we're going to blink and we're going to be playing as Miles and and Peter Parker all at the same time. It's going to be great. Um and what a year it's been for PlayStation Studios. Here at Insomniac Games, we've been in absolute awe of the work of our peers. Uh, congrats to everyone on a successful 2022 and here's to the next year being just as exciting as we continue to get Marvel Spider-Man 2 ready for release coming from uh, Brian Intahar, the creative director over at Insomniac Games. Forspoken is coming in January 24th, 2023. We're all excited for that. The DualSense Edge wireless controller for all sweaty gamers is coming on January 26th, 2023. You can spend a grip at $250 for that. Uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy is coming February 10th, 2023 for PS5 and April 4th, uh, 2023 for PS4. Yeah, it got delayed, didn't it? It got uh, delayed for Switch and for uh, the last And the console. Series X. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to love it. Uh, PSVR 2 is coming February 22nd, 2023. 
Destiny 2 Lightfall is coming February 28th. I guess that's the new expansion that's coming to Destiny. Shout out to all y'all players out there. Resident Evil 4 is coming March 24, 2023. We're so excited for that. We had an incredible review on RE4. <laughs> and then Final Fantasy 16 is coming in Q2, Q3 of 2023. So that's going to be really exciting for all you Final Fantasy stands out there. And this is all uh, D'Angelo Epps at the PlayStation blog. Cool. Yeah. Awesome exciting things coming this year i just thought this was a fun little highlight um we're leaving 2022 behind and heading into 2023 which will be another fantastic year of gaming i remember at the beginning of this year i was like this year is insane we're getting ragnarok like that's gonna be crazy i was excited about callisto protocol at the time do you uh, now <laughs> now here's here's a question here's a question now this is a scary question to ask you guys and, I'm, and i know we're getting ready to wrap up here but like are you at all fearful that any of the titles on this list are going to get pushed? No, but they they might. I mean, that's just video games. Um, the only one I think will will get pushed is Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we're too close yeah. to the rest of them for them to get pushed, in mm -hmm. my opinion. True. I mean, I guess yeah, Resident definitely. Evil Four could get pushed. I feel like RE Four is done. Yeah, I feel like RE Four is definitely been done for a minute. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think Final Fantasy sixteen has the has the chance that it might get delayed but since there's not even an, a release date yet it just says q2 or three it'll definitely be q3 don't let them fool you with the q2 yeah. Um, yeah. it'll definitely be q3 um yeah. probably towards the later half of q3 um, i would expect and, maybe holiday season potentially for you know after black friday if if it comes out in 2023 i also think yeah. that you know it's not beyond reasonable doubt that spider-man could get pushed no, I hate to say that. I don't think it will. They have nothing it doesn't have a it doesn't have a date. So if we don't have a date, we just don't know yeah. yet. But what's the fall hit for Sony? They they need a big fall anchor. I mean, that's, that's, that's the real anchor. question. That's the yeah. real question, right? Like, mm. do they have anything besides this? And I mean, that's one of the potentially exciting things about 2023 is that maybe Sony has something down in the pipeline that we just don't know about that could be, you know, a stand-in I... for Spider-Man 2. I'm still waiting for them, not not necessarily just PlayStation, but like really anybody to just like nobody knew it was happening. They just like day of E3, they're like Last of Us Part Three is out today. Mm. Like how mm, crazy no would that be? No I want fucking incredible. I know. That'd be I because nobody does it because they're like we have to build the hype in order to get yeah, the sales. The I'm telling sure. you, yeah. the first person that does that, it's a triple A game that everybody's been waiting for, but nobody knows when it's gonna hit. Like Metroid Prime Four, like they're like it is out today. I'm oh, telling I you, want a that would so be the bad. craziest moment Ugh. ever. Yeah. So okay. I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Maybe they'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm waiting. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm excited for the next PlayStation showcase where they're going to be like, here's even more of the lineup that you didn't expect. Uh, yeah. I, I really want to see more. I know that it may not be exclusive to Sony, but I really want to see more of that Soulsborne game, uh, Lies of P. I'm really mm. excited about that title. That's one of the ones is that I've been sitting on my it? radar. I didn't know how to say it. I'll be on. Oh, wait, you know, it is P. It's yeah, literally yeah, just the letter P. Just the letter mm -hmm. P. Yeah. I yep. don't remember. I was like, wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That looks really interesting. It's supposed to be like like Pinocchio retelling. Yeah, Bloodborne. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's Pinocchio it's, Dark. It's, it's right up your alley. Pinocchio. <laughs> but Bloodborne. 
You know he's having a moment right architecture. now. Yeah. No kidding. having a moment. You got Pauly Shore, Pinocchio. I saw a thing on Twitter where like somebody posted all of the Pinocchios and was like, let them fight. Like all of them together. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm excited though. I think next year is going to be great, especially I saw Blue Point did a holiday post on Twitter. And it had all of the games that they worked on. They had the Demon Souls remake. They had they were a support team for God of War, Secret. so they had God of War X. And then they had the sword from uh, Shadows of the Colossus. But then yep. there was another Ooh. box that was just sitting there, and it was it's just a, a secret normal blue brown yeah. box with the little red bow on it. So I was like, mm -hmm. could be the Metal Gear Solid remake from Blue Point. I need Dark could Souls be? remake. <laughs> I need remake of the Dark Souls remake. <laughs> you really didn't like the Dark Souls remaster. No, you weren't a fan of that? Oh, okay. I but you want, want a I just remake want, of the I just, remake? You just want the remake, Demon yeah. Souls is so beautiful. Demon Souls Gorgeous. is so beautiful. You know, I've been listening to people Souls talking about Demon Souls, and they say it's the easiest Soulsborne it experience. Is. Would you agree? Okay. I absolutely would easier agree. Well, I, 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 yeah, that's what I've heard. Way easier. I'm going to say it's not easy. <laughs> it is still a Souls game. <laughs> However... Compared to the other ones, it is way easier. It has some... It, they they basically adapted... Because what made the game so difficult before was it had kind of like janky controls and mechanics because it was so old. Yeah. So because when they updated that and they kept... They stayed true to the spirit of the game and they didn't change really anything. They just like updated it so it was like modern. Um, in them doing that, it made the game like slightly easier. Um, so yeah. So I definitely agree that it's like one of the easiest games. The worst part is probably the boss runs like they don't have a lot of great places oh, for saves yeah. so Lessons. you have to run through ten thousand enemies just to get to the boss i get really Maybe luna sighting yeah, hello luna that. yeah you can barely see her but she is there <laughs> yeah just a little tail <laughs> yeah it's just cute um so yeah i definitely recommend demon souls it's gorgeous it's fun it's a good time yeah 100 percent Good deal. Okay. Um, next year's gonna be great. Uh, you know what? We'll just cover this last one. What was your favorite? We're in Limitless now. Just for a brief second. What okay. was your PlayStation game of the year? I'm assuming everybody's gonna say Ragnarok. But yeah, everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna say Ragnarok. <laughs> it's definitely for me, Ragnarok. I'll I'm say. gonna I'm gonna zag and say Sifu. Okay. Favorite PlayStation game? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. I appreciate the... Even um, though my game of the year is Ragnarok. I'm going <laughs> to appreciate the commitment <laughs> to being different. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a contrarian special. and We're I'm going to say yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. If we have to pick something else, I'm going to say Stray. Oh, Stray. Oh, I played I, that. That I know it wasn't exclusive Stray. on PlayStation, but man, what a game. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Okay, we will leave you guys there. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, you can find us again at youtube.com slash save the game media, patreon.com slash save the game media, Twitter, question mark, save game media. Rest in question. peace. Elon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. On? The stuff today. I have to remove our link tree. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. There's no more link trees. <laughs> Jesus, pizza. Yeah exactly um yeah. so yeah come hang out with us come hang out with us in the discord that's the best place to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um where can people find you so if you want to find the friday night gamecast you can currently 
Find us on Twitter <laughs> over at uh, Friday Night Gamers, and that's spelled N-I-T-E-G-A-M-R-Z. Uh, I primarily run our Twitter account. Um, and if you want to find us over on Instagram, which is currently still up and running, uh, we are just the Friday Night Gamecast over there. And we follow Save the Game Media, so it's very easy to go find us over there. You know, Currently, right now, our link tree is in our bio, and you can find us on all those places while it's still up there. I'll leave it up for a few more days, and hopefully Elon won't dox me. But you know, that's where you can find us right now. I'm Nikolai at night personally over on uh, Twitter. How about you, Will? I'm King Zozotai, K-I-N-G-Z-O-S-O-T-A-I. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's why I keep saying. I'm like, I got a future proof of this. Rest in peace, Twitter. I mean, I kind of like to see it because I kind of want to see where we go with social media next. I mean, it'd be interesting. <laughs> you, know? you know, something new you will emerge from exodus. it. Yeah, something new will emerge for and, sure. And what's the other one? I'll keep wanting to say hinge, but it's not hive. hinge. It's yeah. hive. <laughs> Very close. Everyone Very goes close. on hinge. Hey, everybody go to hinge. Um, you Swipe can find right. me at hinge. No. Um, now you can find me at fabulous Brianna um, on almost everywhere. So the fabulous. Thank you. Um, in both meanings of the word. There you go. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and holiday season. Um, I will see you next year. This is my favorite. I'll see you guys next year. See y'all next year. <laughs> Happy holidays. My Adios. favorite joke. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>